0: (laughs) Hi Clutter Fairy fans. Welcome to the Clutter Fairy Weekly for April 21st, 2020. I'm your co-host Ed Gumnick and I'm speaking with Gail Goddard, professional organizer and owner of the Clutter Fairy in Houston, Texas.
1: Hi, everybody. The Clutter Fairy Weekly is our weekly uh, webcast and podcast that we offer on Tuesdays at noon in order uh, Central Time to talk about all things organizing, tips and strategies, and we try to answer your questions from all of our channels, and we appreciate that you go in there and give us things to talk about.
0: If you're joining us in Zoom for the first time, you can share your comments and questions via the chat, and I'll try to make sure Gail gets to them before we move on to another topic. You can also use the raise hand feature to let me know that you'd like to ask a question or make a comment yourself via audio or video. We normally stream the webcast live to Facebook, but couldn't make it work today. But um, we will keep trying. I think they're having a lot of issues with loads of content being streamed live. And during the live webcast each Tuesday, you can also talk to us directly by calling 669-900 six eight three three use meeting oh, id nine nine three four one nine eight six three to join the meeting we have uh we had loads and loads of comments and questions on recent stuff and so we're going to start with some of those today um first one which i thought i would uh talk want to talk about is um from Jian on youtube i apologize if i'm saying your name wrong who asked is the man in your video also an organizer? (laughs) And uh, so the answer is no, I'm not an organizer. I only play one on YouTube videos. No, the real answer is um, that Gail and I have worked together now for how many? 13 years?
1: 13, almost 14.
0: And our... Professional relationships started with me being an organizing client of Gail's. Gail helped me move out of a house that I had lived in for 16 years and run my business out of for eight years to move into a much smaller space and get rid of, mm. I don't know, 75% of what I owned, something oh, like that. Oh, I'd
1: say more than that, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it was 85 maybe. It was a and, lot
0: and then we've we i can we continue to work together with me helping you manage manage the business get the get the business on solid footing and set up the first second and third iterations of your website over all those years
1: all of those absolutely and all of
0: that and so i'm a very uh knowledgeable amateur organizer not a professional
1: well and and we have had these professional conversations about all aspects of organizing for a long time now so i mean in the beginning ed really he wanted to move and he was we were connected by somebody that we had in common um who suggested he was saying i need help getting out of my house and and she said oh i know this person who's an organizer and but it turned out that we knew each other beforehand and so we worked together and he sort of became my um, instant web guy at the same time. And so we've been having all these conversations, all of our written form and audio and video form has all been a collaborative effort that we've been doing all this time. So we are the voice of the clutter fairy. <laughs> together, we are the voice of the clutter fairy. Yeah. That's the truth. <clears throat> well, long time friend Ed.
0: And I always enjoy. <clears throat> working with people whose businesses i can care about and so that was you know and that was that's been my motivation for a lot of a lot of those years um that what you're doing you know i think what gail does changes people's lives and makes them better having experienced it myself and so that is why i am your number one fan and oh, thank webcast you. co-host
1: Webcast guru, and that's why he has so many opinions to offer in the in the space as well. Because we have spent almost 14 years talking about organizing together in some form or another forever.
0: Yeah, and so, every and every year you go to you go to conference and you've gone to various retreats and learning experiences, and you always come home and process it all with me.
1: And right. So <laughs> exactly.
0: I'm I. Other than, you know, having worked with, with clients myself, I'm probably almost ready to qualify. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't know if you'd want to do the work for anybody but yourself, like, you know, doing your own pantry, but uh, yeah, you certainly no, I really can give good advice for people to get started.
0: So Wanda on YouTube said in response to something we talked about last week, putting things in a box for memory test is a bit cruel to those of us with bad memories who keep special things to hold those memories for us. So I was wondering if you wouldn't mind clarifying the idea we talked about last week about putting things in a box and only keeping them if you can remember later what's in the box.
1: Yeah, the idea was it was a, um, <clears throat> it was a pause exercise for people that are finding it difficult to let go of things that they feel a sentimental attachment to or Uh, feel like it's super important as they've been handling it and so somebody said in the comments that they put things in a box and let it wait for a week and then if they can't remember what's in the box then the stuff can go be donated and um, it is uh, it is a good trick to convince yourself that you really are not as attached to it as you thought (laughs) and but the idea is for and and I'm not sure that we made this clear the last time, the idea is for you to choose what goes into the box because you have decided that you think it's likely to be not something that you want to keep, but you are struggling to let it go. And so if it falls into that category where you are not sure whether you want to keep it or not, or you're hoping that you can let go of it and you're struggling with that process that one of the ways that you can do that is to let it marinate in a box for a week and then try to remember that it is there <laughs> And a week later to help you decide it's not really as important to me as I thought or it's not really as valuable to me as I thought because I can't remember now that I've put it away for a week I can't even remember it's there and so it's Absolutely, an exercise that's driven by you and by your choices and by your own struggles. And so, I did not, I was not trying to imply that you know you should hide things from yourself or that other people should put things away and then challenge you to remember them. That is not the point of the exercise for sure. We really just want you to have the opportunity to give yourself a, a mechanism to think through again whether or not the item is really worth keeping and so uh, that was the point of that exercise and i'm sorry that we weren't very clear with you before
0: oh well and jane commented um talking about this idea i consider it a staging area if uh if she doesn't go back for things by the time she's ready to make go back to the box or whatever her area is by the time she's ready to make a donation run out it goes
1: Right, and, and so that's sort of like pause, holding onto it for a little while while you wonder whether you actually need it. Because, you know, if it hasn't actually left the house, it's not really gone. <laughs> so right. if you, right, if you don't uh, donate it right away because it makes you nervous or you're concerned that you might want it right back, then you can park it for a minute before you take it off to the next donation location. And um, the only thing that I would hesitate about that is you just want to make sure that, parking it against need isn't how you create big piles of stuff in the corner that you never look at again so uh, you don't want to slide off the opposite end (laughs) and and keep it forever in a pile of I'm waiting to see if I need it again just be careful that you don't create a a backlog a backwash somewhere in your house that that never empties
0: yeah move it from one place that it was taking up space to a new place to take up space.
1: Right, exactly, exactly.
0: Okay, our main topic for today.
1: We're uh, talking about using stay-at-home time that we're all sort of in the middle of to improve yourself and your space, and this topic is sort of a follow-up on what we talked about last week, which was the effects of decluttering and how it improves your life, so we wanted to expand on that uh, with the observations we made about uh, what we find ourselves doing during this lockdown and the interesting things we've heard from other people, what they're doing with the lockdown. Um, and That's why, that's how Beth's picture behind me comes into play. So this is Ed's sister Beth, who is a, a crafty person, creative person, and um, part of how she's coping with too much time on her hands, and not being able to go to office, and nothing to do, is she is allowing, um, spending a bunch of time being creative, and then she's putting these signs that she's painting up on her fence outside of her house, with a little note, there's a note over my head, this little note right here basically says, hey neighbors, (laughs) free to a good home, take one if you want one, and so she's been painting things, and I think the, the Hakuna Matata sign is gone, and there were some, some of the other ones have been picked up by people and then she keeps adding more and she's always painting more. And um, I think it's a perfect example of we all have this chunk of free time simultaneously where the world is ground to a halt and most of us are not actually doing anything like we normally do in our lives. And, and Beth is making things to be useful.
0: Um she- she's a teacher so she is still putting in some time with d- distance learning with her students but she's a theater teacher so what she can teach right now is very limited you can't there's there's only so much theatrical education yeah, you can provide that can happen when people are not in the room um, well
1: and i'm and i'm hearing that teachers mostly are um on much more minimized delivery they're not teaching all day every day they're sometimes teaching an hour a week or two hours a week and so um even somebody who still has something to do is not doing it at the same speed and volume that they normally do and so uh, we're all we all have time to manage to do something so we thought yeah. we'd talk about some of those things
0: she also noticed that there are a lot more people walking around the neighborhood and so that was part of it was the idea to put something out there to just break while people's they're walking by bit. right yeah
1: <laughs> yeah and i've seen all kinds of creative versions of that as well so um one of the things that we discovered was that in the concept of passing things around amongst your friends that this is a perfect time to identify what you have an excess of and try to get that to people to share it with people that don't have that and so if you think of your sort of circle of people that you're willing to social distance and still be in their presence or the people that you feel are part of your safe zone that you're willing to interact with that um, this is a perfect time to go hey I have you know a whole bunch of flower who needs some hey I have a whole bunch of light bulbs who's out and 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 the converse is also going to those people when you run out of something, instead of trying to make a trip to the grocery store or to Target to try to replace something that you've run out of, that you um, reach out amongst your network and ask. And it, and it came up because, I'm saying light bulbs, because he was, Ed was telling a story about his dad ran out of a specific light bulb that they use in the house. It burnt out and so now they're trying to source the light bulb, and Amazon is telling them that it's going to be a month before it's available, but when they started asking amongst themselves, they realized that one of them had the bulb that dad needed, and so this is a perfect example of you probably have excess of something that somebody else in your network is short of, and this is the perfect time to put it out there, pass it around, make it available, and to be asking each other here's something that I need, who has it? And you know, there's a lot of ways that you can exchange them. Even if you go into your neighborhood um, like next in, in next door neighborhood, you could go online and say, Hey, I need a blah, blah, blah. And does somebody have one? And you guys could, you know, put it on the curb and drive up and pick it, pick it up without anybody putting themselves at risk. And so without
0: any contact. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So you can make exchanges this way and, you know, pass things around. I mean, there's some people that save vast quantities of things against the apocalypse, and we are now living in the apocalypse. So it's time to pass things around because it's going to be. This is this is an, this is an experience that is happening globally and in a local environment you only have to interact with the people on the local level and in the local environment you can pass and share around. And so, this is the time to go into your stash and start sharing it and asking for things that you need on the other side.
0: Well, the, um, this, the situation, one of my friends referred to it as the situation. (laughs) And then the other, the other phrase that we keep using in our family happy hours is, with all that's going on, which apparently is a Southern euphemism for the pandemic, (laughs) but with all that's going on, um, all of the bakers in our immediate circle have gone to work. And so my brother-in-law has been making cakes and one of our friends has been making bread and I've been making scones and we've all packaged up batches for each other to-
1: And are passing them around.
0: Carefully drop off (laughs) and, uh, and then wipe and you know wipe down the ziplock bag, bags and yeah make share our, our our creative outlets and our resources
1: yeah i mean and that's really two things right like you guys are both doing self-care and self-entertainment by it, it, working on what you find to be creative and for you it's scones and for kathy it's bread yeah. but everybody's doing what they find to be soothing right now to and paint Beth is painting that's a whole soothing and then you end up with a you know way more bread than you can possibly eat yourself <laughs> and so it's time to share it around right like think think of a community that you exist in and how you can share that with your friends and neighbors in a safe way and and that's a great way to make sure that you know you use the supplies that you have to make what you can make and you can give and receive in turn and everybody you know that's like this is a new version of the river of stuff, right? Like we're we're and we're not just sending the river of stuff down to donation at the Goodwill. We're actually sharing the bread around to the people in our lives or the neighbors in our lives that need it. And so um you are moving stuff around in in a more direct way right now because people can't get to stores or they don't want to go to stores because they don't feel safe. And so this is a perfect time for us to spread the wealth, I guess, is how you can say it. So, um, the other, uh, the next thing on the list was, this is a really good time for you to work on yourself, and there are a lot of resources out there for free classes. Um, Even uh, the National Association of Productivity and Organizing Professionals is on that bandwagon, and they have a NAPO University, which is a place where um, members can go and take classes to learn various aspects of organizing, and they have opened up a portion of their library for free that is not normally free so there's you know 10 or 15 classes out there that we can go watch and um and learn and get credit for that we're not having to pay for at the moment and so there's plenty of ways that people are trying to do that and be available to give you access to learning and so now's the time to go find those resources and take some classes or work on some part of you that you feel like needs help like maybe i need to be exercising and so you're looking at a yoga class or taking up walking around the neighborhood or whatever it needs whatever appeals to you in this moment our
0: Uh, our apartment complex has offered um a free online yoga class um
1: right like everybody's putting out a little bit and so you don't have to have a million things for free you just have to find a good one that it that appeals to you and and give it a try it's it's a great way to take advantage of the free time and to not feel like you are melting your brain with Netflix nonstop <laughs> <laughs> we also have on the list to work on your relationships and um this is an interesting time where we are not distracted by non-stop everything and all the usual demands on your time from work and all of the distractions online and things that email and there's a whole lot of your life that is quieter than much quieter than normal and so it's time to bring conversation back, right? And having some long and involved conversations is a great way to pass the time and also to learn and grow about how you interact with people and how they are important to your life. And people are doing this with all kinds of things like here's the virtual happy hour or the virtual beading session. My my bead friends and I did that on Saturday and we were online together for three or four hours, meeting and chatting. And it's a great way to catch up with those people and see them and we don't always have, (laughs) it's five o'clock somewhere, we don't always have that kind of time. And so um, this is a perfect time to invest in some enrichment of your relationships by uh, engaging in some conversation and doing that in whatever socially distancing appropriate way you think I know I'm uh, missing people like crazy and so it's helping me a lot to do those zoom meetings and talk to people
0: this is the sign that I commissioned from my sister to um (laughs) it's sort of the the ongoing theme of our family zoom happy hours we've been having zoom happy hours two or three times a week um and you know all kidding aside um It's it's been just a really um, it's been a, a, a satisfying and fulfilling substitute. It's not the same as hugging each other. It's not the same as feeding each other meals, but it's been a real lifeline anyway.
1: Yeah, one of my bead friends said, "Um, this has been great for my mental health. My husband needs to go away. (laughs) So (laughs) I think that she's starting to have, you know, um, issues about being in the house nonstop with somebody without interruption. And so sitting and beading and chatting while she did that was something that she really valued and thought was important. And (laughs) she made a comment about her mental health. So on in on behalf of pat we're grateful that we can zoom is allowing us to still interact and talk to each other which is a really which is a really wonderful thing
0: well and a new habit that has sort of arisen from this for me is um calling the single people the people that i know who live alone Mm
1: -hmm, mm -hmm.
0: who are even more isolated than those of us who have partners or roommates or spouses and children, the people who live alone, who are not introverts necessarily. Um, it's its uh, a good time to reach out. And, and I'm trying to reach out to some of those people several times, you know, this. several times a week.
1: Yeah, I mean, I imagine that even for introverts, you know, this is running long, right? Like this alone time is starting to stretch a little bit longer than even they want to have. It's it, it's certainly been an unprecedented length of time that we've been doing this. And so, you know, luckily, um, we have the, this way digitally to interact with each other. And I think it's super important. Even doing a Zoom like this where you guys are just listening to me and Ed talk for a little while, is I know it's a distraction and we appreciate that you're joining us to do it and that brings me to connect and collaborate digitally that's the other thing taking the opportunity to start a new project and so um, that one is happening in in Ed's family as well that um, two of them are talking about they started talking about a children's book and so they've begun the discussion and collaboration about writing and creating this book and I think There's lots of collaborative things that can be happening right now that involve all of your creativity and all of your good ideas and all of your making use of the downtime that is never going to be there again, right? And this whole idea of having excess around your house and having supplies to use up, The perfect example is um, all of the people who are sewers and quilters that have been pulling out their fabric stash and making masks for everybody. And suddenly all that excess material has a purpose and they are madly making masks and sending them out to people to use. And so this is a great intersection of someone's creativity and someone's excess clutter and need in the universe and the end result is this here goes a whole bunch of masks and a whole bunch of old fabric stash is disappearing (laughs) and people are feeling good about using it and so that's sort of the sewer um, quilter equivalent of that but the same thing is going to be true for the beaters who are working on the projects instead of buying a bunch of bees right now they're diving into their stash and working with what's there already and you know we don't need to make jeff bezos any more rich he's plenty rich <laughs> enough amazon doesn't need to be you know getting a whole lot of business from us just for entertainment factor so it's a perfect time to make what you have that you're not using available to somebody else and to use what you have that you like in creating something that um, helps you pass the time and helps you feel creative and um, helps you share things out with, the, with your private universe, your personal um, social network.
0: Maida, who's with us in Zoom says, good time to shop at home and use up inventory of supplies and products.
1: Exactly, and you know, th- that's a visual that I use all the time when I'm working with clients. I tell them they need to shop their own store. And I think that there's a level beyond which you own enough stuff that you don't remember how much you have or what you have. And if you can imagine your closet, in your clothes closet, and how much is in there, and do you really know every single piece of clothing that's in the closet without going to look? And some people go and stand in the closet and look at the closet, and they don't see the detail. They just see closet. And so they don't register what's in there. And then they suddenly in their life think, I need a pair of black pants because I'm going to XYZ and I want black pants to wear. And they don't go and look in their closet to see if they have black pants. They go to the store and buy more black pants. And so this is a perfect time that you can go and look and refresh yourself. And we talked about that about the pantry last week. If you are digging in your pantry right now to... Um, use up the food that you have you're finding and remembering all the things that you forgot were there and that experience of shopping in your own store in anything that any place in your house where you don't remember what all you have now's the time to go dig it out and find out (laughs) and if you have too many of one thing uh, make them available offer them up shop them around to your friends you need something to do. You need to get out of the house. So figuring out a way to meet up with your friends and exchange on the driveway and have a little conversation on the way, it gets you in the car. It gets you driving around in a safe way and it gets some of the stuff leaving your house. It's not uh, J- typical that you could do that. You wouldn't have that kind of time to go take one thing to one person, but right now you sure do. And you should take advantage of it.
0: Um, Jane pointed out that, um, amazon delivery times for some things are very long right now and so that's kind of pushing us to be resourceful about figuring out how to use what we already have
1: being a little more resourceful and reminding us that we can do it right like amazon's whole business model is on instant gratification and instant delivery so that you don't have to think about whether you're making a good choice or not and so this is a perfect time if you push the give it to me button and they say sorry you can't have it for three weeks then you know you can stop and go oh yeah I can go over here or I can use this as an alternative or I can call my friend and ask if they have some and you can experience the world as it was before we came up with every instant gratification possibility imagined now we're in the place where we can't actually do that or the idea of doing that by popping into the store immediately makes people uncomfortable and nervous and it feels sort of like you're taking your life in your hands when you go to the store that's a little bit you know that makes people hesitate right now and so shopping your own store this is a perfect time for that and and why not because you know you have a bunch of stuff in there right and so Let your creative juices fly and jump in there and make it happen with what you've got.
0: Well, and this is not really an organizing note, but if Amazon can't deliver what you you want in a reasonable amount of time, look around and find out if there are any stores, any local stores that are shut down, but still doing- uh, Drive-by. Drive-by or delivery um we have a little shop in chattanooga olive chattanooga that sells olive oil and things like that and they're not open to the public but they're still selling their stuff and they will deliver it to you they'll have it you know ship it to you through the post office or make arrangements for you to come by and do a contactless pickup um and and why not and support it's nice to support local businesses all the time but exactly now even more than ever because a lot of them have such slim margins and operate on on you know so on a shoestring such a shoestring yeah that they're really going to suffer through this
1: i guess that how this relates to organizing for me is that if you are one of those people that has a lot of stuff in the house you have what you consider to be a lot of clutter this is the window that you have been saving things against, and now's the time to use it. And if some of the things are um, excess that is more than you can personally use, now's the time to share it with people that you care about so that they can use it. Just like, you know, the local university labs have been in Houston, they said this on the news last night, the local university labs, Rice, U of H, have been um, going through their lab supplies and finding PPE and taking it to the local hospitals. Like, they don't need it in the labs right now. They can share it where it can be useful. And you can do the same. You can participate on your very personal level by evaluating the clutter in the house and deciding, is this really something that I need? Is this something that, that I can use? Is this something that I can share with my friends because they would find it useful? And You know, when you thin the herd that way, it's it's a unique opportunity. It's a unique window where everybody is not easily accessing resources like normal. And we all have too much of something and too little of something else. And we can all trade amongst ourselves. We can all push the river of stuff amongst our friends and share it around. And that will help everybody declutter so that they get rid of their excess. And if you can take advantage of this moment to do that, you may find some of your decluttering projects um, permanently repaired because you're able to distribute. And the other thing is, here's the signs on the fence. You know, if you have people walking around in your neighborhood anyway that don't normally do that because they're all, you know, stir crazy, You can go put things out on the curb with free to a good home signs and let people walk by and shop your front yard and sure it would be um normally the homeowners associations would jump up and down and have a fit and whatever but right now i dare them to come after you (laughs) it's just (laughs) basically like this window is happening and everything is different and everything is not like normal and so Taking advantage of this time to share things with your neighbors in a safe way will help you declutter. And so put it out there, see what happens. Maybe something that will walk off that's been annoying the crap out of you for a long time. Here's that big exercise bicycle that I can't stand and I refuse to get on and curb mart. I see somebody wrote curb mart, (laughs) exactly, right? that's just uh you know I call it urban recycling and it's the idea that you don't have to have it and somebody else can take it it's a perfect time to put stuff out on the curb now I wouldn't empty your whole house onto the curb I'm sure your neighbors would find that distressing (laughs) but you could put two or three things out at a time and let them walk off and then put two or three things more out and let them walk off and once people realize that you're doing it then they will make sure that they pass your house on the route. Like they'll start going by. So you will sort of create an audience, right? Now that Beth has been doing this and there are signs out there, I'm sure that people are walking by are going back by again to see what's new on the wall. And so um, you can create that same kind of micro market in front of your house. And why not? And let some of the stuff walk away. And, you know, if it doesn't walk away in a couple of days, that means that, you know, you didn't find an audience and you got to pull it back in the garage. But um, you'd, you'd be surprised what if you put it out there, someone will walk off with and why not? Yeah. There you go.
0: We are about out of time. Oh, my gosh, it's 1240. Okay. I want to remind our listeners and viewers that our next webcast will be on Tuesday, April 28th at noon U.S. Central Time, live in Zoom. And... Facebook willing streaming on Facebook. <laughs> um, Except this week. Yes. If you're watching this on YouTube, we'd love for you to join us live to get notifications about upcoming events. Please join our meetup group by visiting cfhou.com meetup. You can also follow us on Facebook by going to cfhou.com slash Facebook or subscribe to our mailing list by visiting cfhou.com slash subscribe. We love to hear from you, so please give us your questions and topic suggestions in the YouTube comments. And also, we love to get people's progress reports. Jimmy, who's a, a regular viewer and commenter,
1: Hi, posted
0: Jimmy. a great comment on YouTube last week about all the things she's getting done during this time. And Big, really long list. <laughs> long list and really inspirational and Um,
1: petra had told us about her um she's been working in her garage for four days she took four days and she has now organized and set up the entire garage so she we're super proud of you petra yay lots of hard work and thank god (laughs) thank god the weather was good and you had the time and i'm super proud of you
0: all right um you can also also reach us through our website at clutter
1: Thanks, you guys. We're happy to see you, and we will be back next week. Bye bye.